0: hello everybody i am damon and my fun fact is my cat likes to watch tv (laughs) yeah it started uh when we noticed we'd be watching tv and like anytime there'd be something move quick on the screen she would get really excited about it and sometimes she'll like go attack the tv screen it's very cute um but it got to the point where we subscribed to uh, Cat Channel TV. So uh, when we're not at home, we can we can let our kitty cat watch TV.
1: <laughs> and what kind of TV do your kitty cats watch?
0: Well, see, uh, Cat Watch TV is like it's like a bunch of videos of like birds and bugs and flowing water and. Shelby, I'll tell you, the first time we showed her CatWatch TV, she was so excited. She just sat there entranced by it. And then when we turned it off, she started yelling at us. So um, I need to <laughs> limit screen time for my uh, cat child.
1: Getting addicted to the screen. <laughs> Aren't you worried that she's going to just like jump onto the screen and knock your TV over if she sees like a bird on it?
0: So usually she watches in our bedroom, which the TV is on like a really high dresser and she sits on the bed and she's never gone up on that dresser. So I don't I'm not too worried about that.
1: My name is Shelby and a fun fact about me is that I like to read about scary movies on Wikipedia, but I cannot watch even 30 seconds of one.
0: Oh, that is beautiful. I love that.
1: I like to do the research, but if you make me watch a horror movie, I will scream continuously from start to finish so that I'm not caught off guard at any point.
0: Bad. <laughs> I really want to watch a scary movie with you now.
1: No, you don't. <laughs> uh, and speaking of uh, scary, this is The Protagonist Project. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm so rusty. A podcast where we rate the characters of a selected novel with stars. Our current novel is Murder Can Mess Up Your Masterpiece by Rose Pressey, chapters 22 through 24.
0: So, Shelby, did you notice in chapter 22, we finally had our first non-white character?
1: Uh, The native character?
0: Yeah, and she didn't even get to talk. We just heard about her.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, then 10 billion points to Rose Pressey. I'm just kidding. She gets nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty sad. I was like, ooh, we're finally getting somebody who's not white. Oh, they're just going to name her, but not let her talk. Cool. Love this.
1: No, no, we get about two seconds of screen time with her.
0: Yeah, so anyways, uh, chapter 22 is where we're starting today. And uh, how about you get us started?
1: Okay, here we go. So, Sammy and Celeste are returning to the fairgrounds. Um, and they find that someone has stolen money from another vendor and so this is Wanda, who makes native beaded jewelry, who we don't get to hear talk. We just uh, hear about her vaguely. Um, there was a great quote from a random lady. <laughs> and she says, I hope they find the rotten scoundrel who's responsible for this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought that was great.
0: I also noticed that last was like, honestly, I was surprised the police hadn't shut the fair down already because the event was basically over um okay that's not the reason you're shutting it down you should shut it down because somebody was murdered (laughs) not because it's almost over but okay (laughs) Celeste
1: thank you for that Celeste (laughs) and I like that it took her this long to start thinking about the fair being shut down
0: yeah absolutely (laughs)
1: so then celeste says oh wanda's booth was close to mine and that was scary to think while we discussed her making the beaded jewelry in the same tradition as her cherokee ancestors the perpetrator could have been spying on us after all i'd sensed being watched during the entire conversation now she decides to tell us this Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, she's just mm -hmm. making
1: stuff up that didn't even happen
0: yep
1: so then um, Celeste mentions seeing Caleb standing alone, just kind of off by a tree. And she kind of flashes back to seeing Caleb with that big wad of cash earlier in the book. And she just kind of goes, oh, but Caleb really was too nice to do anything dishonest.
0: Celeste. Oh, Celeste.
1: It's Caleb. He's the it murderer. It
0: is. I know. And I'm very upset about that. I wish it wasn't, but it is.
1: So we're, we're on the same page now about who the murderer is?
0: We are
1: <laughs> it's it has to be Caleb. If it's not, I'm gonna be really upset.
0: I know. I I guess we'll have to see.
1: <sighs> okay, and so this chapter has a lot of things going on. So I'm gonna try to describe what happens, but if I miss something or mix something up, <laughs> just stop me. Hey, that's totally
0: fine. I agree. This was I think the longest chapter we've had yet.
1: Yeah, maybe, and just a lot of uh, little things happen. Um, so Celeste sees Detective Pierce talking to Max, which is mm-hmm. thinking about Max being suspicious. Um, and then real quick, Sammy offers to take Celeste home, but Celeste refuses. Um, Okay, Sammy, friends don't let friends sleep alone in a trailer with a killer on the loose. So that's minus two two tar- two stars from Sammy. You can't be doing but that. But
0: also Celeste um, had the best comment after that saying, I loved my trailer and worried about leaving it for too long. Okay, your trailer is not a dog, <laughs> honey. Um, <laughs> your trailer is not a child. It is a piece of metal. Just. Saying. I don't think a guy
1: with a knife will be able to do much to it. Yep. Yep. Great. Okay. So Celeste wants to see what Max is up to. Okay. So she follows him when he walks toward his trailer. And then she goes, oh, he went inside his trailer. What was he up to? I don't know. Celeste eating lunch. I I just thought it was really silly. She was acting suspicious about him. But then I guess I'm wrong because she looks in his window and sees him counting a lot of cash at his table.
0: Yeah. And then, um, also, she's like, if the police caught me doing that, it wouldn't look good. <laughs> okay. Plus three to Celeste for finally realizing that she's acting suspect. <laughs> but minus 17 for doing it anyways.
1: Oh my god, that is ruthless. <laughs> she doesn't even care. Okay, so then Caleb sees Celeste looking and in- max's window and she's just kind of like caleb come see this you're not gonna believe it so she shows caleb they're both looking in the window and then they hear this loud who's there from somewhere off at like the front door area of the trailer because max had heard them talking and probably pointing at the window Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not being very uh inconspicuous about it So then it gets more wild because they start running away from Max's trailer and detective Meyer finds them and he asks why they're running away. And Celeste goes, that's a good story.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Celeste.
1: (laughs) And then she tells the detective about seeing Max with so much money in his trailer. And so the detective goes and knocks on Max's trailer door And Celeste is standing there with Caleb and uh, waiting. And Celeste goes, what if Max has a gun? And Caleb just goes, then we should duck.
0: (laughs) Yep. Oh, my goodness, Caleb. I, even though you're the murderer, I love you.
1: (laughs) That's plus four stars to Caleb for thinking on his feet.
0: (laughs) Plus ten more for making me laugh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to kill someone, just make us laugh. That's all we need.
0: Exactly. So
1: then... So then Celeste is worried that Pierce might have mentioned herself and Caleb when asking Max about all of his money. And so then when Detective Pierce returns to Celeste and Caleb, uh, Celeste is asking him, oh, did you mention us? Because when you were talking to Max, he looked at us and gave us a nasty look. And the detective goes, I didn't mention you. I told Max that I had seen him with the money. And Celeste goes, you did that? That was so nice. Thank you so much. (laughs) And I think Caleb wants to vomit. She's really buttering him up. (laughs) Yeah. And so I guess nothing nothing really came of that scene except, uh, you know, Max just told the detective that it was his cash and whatever. And then Caleb goes, okay, great. Thanks. I got to go. Bye. And he leaves. Mm -hmm. So while he's gone, Celeste is this double agent and tells Pierce about Caleb having a huge wad of cash when Caleb had wanted to buy one of her paintings earlier. And guess what, Detective Pierce says about that? I wish uh, you had told me that sooner.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. So let's come on. That that's very obvious. So you should have. Um, I
1: think that's. I think that's becoming the most common line in this whole book.
0: One hundred percent.
1: 100 <laughs> percent. so then uh as pierce is walking celeste back to her trailer he says you really want to solve this thing don't you and she mentions mentions that after finding evan she feels some responsibility for finding the killer so you know seems sweet right but then when pierce says oh celeste you know that's not true she goes yeah i know but it would make me feel better <laughs>
0: it's all about you celeste it's all about you so that's the best I carry They get back to the trailer and Elizabeth is just standing there like waiting for her, which this is the first we've seen from Elizabeth in a while. She's and back. Yeah. Um so she wants Celeste to tell Detective Pierce about her, right?
1: Yes. So she's flapping her arms about and um saying, tell him about me, and Celeste doesn't want to, because she doesn't want to look crazy. And so Elizabeth takes some extreme measures and runs her hand along Pierce's stubbled, sculpted jaw.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Which he notices, but he can't see her, so it just feels like weird, icy feelings on his face. And Celeste doesn't want to tell Pierce about Elizabeth. I think Elizabeth is somehow, she's going to have the answers.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and I so, she if she... in her own mind, though, she just wants to solve this case. She even was like, "Maybe I'd show him a thing or two about being a detective." So, uh,
1: <laughs> you're an
0: yeah, with... amateur wannabe sleuth who peers in people's windows. This is the detective that has been working as a detective for who knows how long, but you know better than him. You'll show him a thing <laughs> or two.
1: what <laughs> uh, she says that because Pierce goes. Celeste, I appreciate you trying to help, but you know, we're trying to figure it out. We've had a lot of experience with this, not to mention years of training, which is also kind of funny because they don't even suspect Max at all, who's very suspicious. And they've hardly come up with anything for the case, but okay. And the detective just keeps saying throughout the whole book, yeah, we're trying. And oh yes, I've been thinking about that, but he doesn't really Mm -hmm. do anything except look around and think, but whatever. Yeah, and Celeste... uh, has got some serious confidence. Since when did I let a thing like experience get in my way?
0: <laughs> Shelby, Shelby, Shelby. I said last <laughs> episode, I think. I'm once again concerned that Pierce is actually the murderer. That he's not a he real detective. Be. Well, what detective shows up in the middle of the night and doesn't show up during the day and is so suspicious. Mm. Maybe it's just Ooh. because I don't want it to be Caleb, but, yeah.
1: Why don't you want it to be Caleb? He's so controlling and creepy.
0: I, that's true. You're he has the capacity
1: right. to kill someone. Oh, but yeah. now you got me thinking. Maybe it is the detective.
0: Yep. Well, anyway, they keep talking oh, about no. it. And um, he, Detective Pierce, like, reasserts her. He's like, oh, we have an officer patrolling the area. Oh, you do? Yes, we <laughs> do. The corner of his mouth tipped up into a lopsided smile. And then she says, I feel so much safer knowing that. By the way, you should smile more often.
1: (laughs) That's minus eight stars for being creepy and rude. I don't like that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Can't be doing that.
0: Yep. And then I think the chapter just wraps up with Elizabeth being like, tell him about me. And she being like, just show yourself to him. And she says it's not that easy. Elizabeth does.
1: Yeah, which we don't know yet, but why on earth would that be? Maybe yeah. maybe Elizabeth can't show her ghosty self to the murderer.
0: Or maybe she really can't show herself to anybody until she been talked about first. Like, it has yeah. to be real in their mind. Because she hasn't told Detective about her at all, but the other people that have seen her she was known about first like celeste told sammy about elizabeth before she saw elizabeth sammy told celeste's family about elizabeth before the grandma saw elizabeth so or sensed elizabeth rather
1: yeah i suppose that could be i don't know it's it's, i hope that it's explained i hope this isn't one of those books that just doesn't explain anything at the end yep All right, so so are you ready?
0: We go to chapter 23, and uh, instead of eating her uh, peanut butter jelly and banana, she talks about the fact that she's reading a book. Do you remember what book she's reading, Shelby?
1: (laughs) It's a biography of Van Gogh.
0: I love that so much. It is so Celeste. (laughs) And she was eager to get back to it.
1: Yeah, she really liked it. Oh my goodness! And instead of having a whatever it was, her banana and what does she usually have for breakfast?
0: And banana oh yeah, her, she.
1: A oh yeah, she would do that for dinner. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I'm skipping ahead. Never mind. We'll just keep it right where we're at. Okay. Um. So chapter twenty three starts with Elizabeth is in Celeste's trailer with her. And is talking about how maybe painting would help Celeste solve the crime by bringing a new spirit to life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when Celeste says, what if I paint someone to life that I really shouldn't? It could be something bad. Elizabeth goes, if you worry too much about the what ifs in life, you'll never do anything. <laughs> um, that's plus five stars to Elizabeth for encouraging Celeste to summon a demon.
0: Pretty much, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yep. So Celeste and Celeste just goes, then. oh, go ahead. Yeah,
1: she's she's like, you know what? Maybe you're right. I should give it a try. <laughs> that's all she needs.
0: <laughs> yep. So she starts painting, and she picks up her brush, and she dips it in the green paint. And so she starts painting. And the first thing I noticed was that she just dipped it in green paint. But when it came to somebody else talking about the sky she drew that one time, she's like, oh, that's number five two sticks, clear sky or whatever it was like no
1: but this is just green it's just green we don't care yep. what it is Pfft. so she starts with some pine and oak trees okay celeste getting her nature on and then elizabeth is awesome she goes i'm so impressed with your talent <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> which is very sweet but this whole time i'm picturing like one green color very simple stick Uh, trees with like a really thick brush no detail (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then uh, we notice that the painting starts to look a little bit like the area surrounding Celeste's house so okay and then Celeste goes before I'd even realized what I'd done I had black paint on the tip of my brush and by the time I'd finished there was a silhouette of a man on the canvas I gasped in surprise
0: (laughs) I see a tiny silhouette of oh, a man. Anyways. Um.
1: <laughs> Did you also just picture like a little stick dude? <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: A very crudely dr- uh, drawn stick dude. Absolutely. And then just,
1: and then just two women standing in front of it
0: going, Oh, are yes, looking at the like, oh my goodness. It's a man. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! And then after that, Celeste just kind of decides that she's done for the night, and Elizabeth leaves, and that's kind of the end of the chapter.
0: Yeah, yep.
1: So I guess now we're launching into 24. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, um, the travel trailer tip. Did you take a note of
0: that? Yeah, always lock your door. Check it. Then check it again. Which... Maybe. I think that might have been a reference to Madame Gerard, because didn't she also have, like, a million locks on her door when they went to visit her? Yes. Okay. (laughs)
1: Okay, just checking. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Celeste returns to her painting in the morning, doesn't really feel inspired to paint anymore, but does want to see if there are any areas in the fairgrounds that might look like the setting in her painting. Because that would make more sense than it being an area near her house. So then her granny calls and goes, oh, I've been canning some peaches today and I need you to come by and pick them up. Ah! So plus 10 stars to granny for being so cute. And then she goes, yes, she also goes, I also have an old photo I'd like you to take a look at. And granny sounds very urgent about this. And when Celeste is like, okay, granny, I'll come by later. Granny just insists on coming by now and showing Celeste the photo right now. Okay. And so, of course, Granny's there in like seven minutes. And so, when Granny gets there, she opens the photo album and shows Celeste.
0: Before we go there, did you catch the description of Granny?
1: Uh, Really old.
0: I think we uh, (laughs) now understand where Celeste gets her style from because she described as she wore her pink capri pants and white blouse with her pink sandals that had big flowers on the top. She even added her pink lipstick and had her straw pocketbook looped over her arm.
1: (laughs) I wonder if pink is just the only color that Rose Pressy knows how to describe.
0: Apparently. It's not even like (laughs) different versions of pink either. It's not like hot pink and magenta. No, it's pink and pink and pink and pink.
1: You're reminding me of the very first paragraph of this whole book when everything is pink. <laughs>
0: yep, yep. Salmon, so, pink.
1: Just pink. Um. Okay, so tell us who Granny has the photo of.
0: Oh my goodness. Granny shows a photo of... Woo, Elizabeth. <laughs> and we out really- Elizabeth is hey Celeste, great, great, great
1: aunt. Totally predictable. Did you, were you surprised at all?
0: No, not even a little bit.
1: Nope, not even a little bit, but I was happy about it. Yep. So then, um, Granny pretty much leaves. Celeste is like, what about my canned peaches? And Granny is like, you'll have to come over for those. So, okay, cool. Bye, Granny. And then she leaves and Celeste starts walking around the fairgrounds looking for a setting that's sort of similar to what she painted the night before. And she finds this secluded wooded area with a creek and recognizes it as just what she painted. And, of course, yep. she's going in there alone. And on her way back to the main area of the fairgrounds, homegirl Madame Gerard is looking for Celeste. I'm so excited that she's here. And Madame Gerard says... A spirit came through to me, and he wants to speak with you. He said you painted him. He's bad, and I don't like speaking with him. I brought him here to you. I was really waiting for her to finish that one up with, okay, you can pay me now.
0: <laughs> I also love Celeste getting snippy right after that in her head. She was like, if he was bad, I was so grateful she brought him over here to me. I mean that in the most sarcastic way possible. She should have told him to get lost. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Celeste, for that. That really helps. And then Madame Gerard says, there's danger all around here. Someone is watching you. (laughs) And then she can't really offer any more explanation than that. She just kind of says, I think he's watching both of us right now. And then says, I think I should get out of here before something bad happens. It just leaves. (laughs) And then Celeste rushes back to her trailer and locks the door. And then says, there's someone bad out there, Van. And then she goes, I went over to the window and peeked outside. How long would the person watch?
0: Yep. So, okay. Madame Gerard brought her, brought her the spirit, and they learned nothing from the spirit. Like, <laughs> what was the point of this chapter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. She didn't really say anything before she just, like, dipped out of there. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I do want to say super creepy ending uh, plus five stars to Rose Pressy for creeping me out. And then I have yes. one more thing. Um, Celeste talks about feeding Van breakfast when she first wakes up in the beginning of the chapter. That's why I was thinking about her eating like cereal with a banana or whatever. She fed Van breakfast. Um, And then at the end of the chapter here, where she's locking herself in her trailer, she says, Van barked, letting me know he wanted breakfast. So that was confusing. And minus 10 stars from Rose Pressy, again, for not proofreading her own work.
0: (laughs) And plus 15 to Shelby for catching that.
1: (gasps) Oh, my gosh, I get my
0: own stars. (laughs) You do get your own stars. Um, I also would like to point out one other thing in the chapter that made me laugh. So when she's okay. in the woods, before she runs into Madame Gerard, um, she's, like, hiding around, and she hears a crunching, snapping noise from somewhere over her shoulder, as if somebody had stepped on a fallen branch. And in her mind, she's like, oh, it must have been a squirrel. How <laughs> heavy do you think squirrels are, Celeste? <laughs>
1: You're becoming so ruthless. I'm not considering
0: any of this at all. I can't all. help <laughs> it. She's just so bad.
1: <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. That's great. Yep, you're welcome, <laughs> oh bro. my you're goodness. Welcome. Um. So, okay.
0: Uh, any other comments about the chapter or any of this?
1: Well, we're about to read the last three chapters of this book, and the do you ending. before? Before we do, do you have any last-minute predictions of what we're about to read?
0: I mean, it's obviously either Caleb or I still think it might be Pierce. Um, Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess we've narrowed it down. It's pretty much not a woman at this point, which is, like, most of the suspects that we had in the beginning.
0: Yeah. Um, So... Shelby, can I give one tiny preview to our listeners for the next section? Because I just turned the page and saw the travel trailer tip, and it's making me so excited.
1: Please do. Oh, my gosh.
0: All right. Here you go, readers. Travel trailer tip 25. Secure your doors and windows and close the shade when you're away. Don't forget where you put your keys. (laughs)
1: Damon looked me dead in the eyes with this wide-eyed stare as he said that.
0: <laughs> I Somebody else is going to die. Somebody else is going to die, Shelby.
1: You think? I didn't I even think, think about so. that. Like, oh, Facebook.
0: no. Yeah, or at least get hospitalized or something.
1: <laughs> or be hospitalized. Okay, um, I think that it's totally Caleb, and I think that Pierce is going to save Celeste from murder at the last minute. Okay. That's what I'm, that's what I'm throwing in there.
0: Hmm. Well, then I've got to now... stick with Pierce. I've got to stick with Pierce then. So we have different opinions going into this.
1: Okay. Well, in that case, <laughs> uh, let us know if you're team Pierce or team Caleb <laughs> by <Yep>. emailing adult at org. <laughs> and uh, next time we're going to go over the last three chapters of the book, chapters 25 through 27, Plus, we're going to go over our scoreboard to see which characters have the most and the least stars.
0: And we're going to see which of our predictions were right or wrong. And it's going to be grand.
1: It's going to be grand.
0: All right. Bye.
1: Bye.